Alright. <laughs> I always do the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like I have to I have to start it out. Um welcome to episode number twenty-two, Clayton Kershaw's episode, where we're gonna talk about the Beatles White album, the deluxe edition, and just everything in general about that era. So um and a couple and a couple other things too. This is gonna be a heavy Beatles episode, so if uh, you love the Beatles, then this is the episode for you. If not, why are you even listening? Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, and I don't have any suggestions for you because you obviously have no uh, tastes. So, um, uh, but we do have a guest today. Uh, well, first off, it's it's me, Albert, roll and roll, and um, we do have a guest today, my brother uh, Alex Lopez. Hey guys, welcome aboard. <laughs> So um, we discussed this in the last episode about um, how they released uh, the Beatles' uh, uh, new white album, the the deluxe fiftieth um, anniversary. Oh, oh. <laughs> we have a we have a fight going on here. Hold on a second. <laughs> hey. This is I'm leaving that in. <laughs> so we're recording, and um, oh, we're. Stuff on mine. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> we had a dog incident right now. It's pretty good. Uh, we had a, a fight breakout here at our uh, first recording. fight on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I always thought one day Fra- uh, Albert was just going to say something that just pissed me off, and I was going to have to deck him. But <laughs> that was really funny. I thought the fight was going to be when you left off "Happiness Is a Warm Gun" off your album, and I was just going to reach across and just. <laughs> Alright, um, you, you can just go on, and then I'm sure you could sync this on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, um, anyway, so the, the last uh, podcast we talked about this album, and then we were gonna go ahead and um, uh, basically the question was, um, I know it, it was um, uh, that John and I think George had said previously that um, that they would have liked it to have been a single album, not a double album. Mm-hmm. And what would we have? If we had the choice, what songs would we have left off? What songs would we have kept? What white album would we have wanted? Right? So, mm-hmm. And then, uh, so we're going to basically go out and tell, tell you about our white albums. So who wants to go first? So we're just going to go like, we each give our number ones, and then that's how we're going to go? Should we do it that way, or should we just go by album? Well, I, I went by, like, I don't, mine aren't in any order other than, like, the order that they're on the album. Like, if you pulled the song out of the album yeah, and yeah. everything just kind of, like, toppled on one yeah. together? Okay, well. I, I didn't, I didn't do your, like, own crazy mix. <laughs> I'm like a George Martin, dude. Okay. So, uh, I kept Back in the USSR. As your opener? That's my opener. All right, all right. Okay, well, then I guess we could do one, one, um, we'll go down the list or whatever, so. Um, what did you leave as your opener? Alex? As my opener, I would go with Glass Onion because it has it's very upbeat, it's very strong. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start off with Glass Onion. That song's like I I love Glass Onion because it's like really meta. It's like the first like like song that kind of references other songs, right? Yeah, is it? Yeah, I don't uh-huh. think they have another song like that, do they? The Beatles? Yeah. I mean, John has like his solo diss tracks where he. Yeah, but yeah, that's but I mean, like, Beatles fact. song, because it's, like, the first, because it mentions Strawberry Fields, it mentions and the Fall on the Hill, but, yeah. Wait, Lady Madonna. I think Lady Madonna's mentioned in there. Whatever, I don't remember. Can't sure. remember off the top of my head, but. Yeah. Um, all right, well, my, okay, so, so now, I'm, like I said, I'm building my own album, right? My opener is While My Guitar Gently Weaves, because it has to start off with, like, it has to grab you. And that opening piano, I think I think it's like it's so different from all the other Beatles openers. I think that grabs you right away. You're like, what what are we listening to? And then it's a George lead lead off. So and it has Eric Clapton on it, right? That we're the album recording. But I actually like the acoustic version more. I I like it, but that that opening piano dude in the bass. I don't know. I mean, it's good, but. I don't know, like, when I, when I first heard the regular, I was like, all right, it's, it's a good song, pretty good. But when I heard the acoustic, I, I, like, felt it. I think on the acoustic version, more so than the guitar, it's 
George's voice, like it's yeah. strong, it gets you. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, I, gets I, you in I, the core. I like it. I like it. Yeah, but I, I still think that. Um, but I, I, I guess it depends on the, on my mood. Like there's times when I'll be on the car and and I want to hear the acoustic version. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So. You've heard you've heard the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, one where Prince is at the end does yeah, the guitar solo. That's the greatest cover. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, no. I love it because you see Danny and George's son in the background, like holy <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. this is happening right Seriously, now. Seriously, it's amazing. <laughs> um, hold on, sorry. Uh. So, okay, well, let's go to a number, our second song of the album, then. Um, Dear Prudence, for me. Alex? I second that motion. I was going to go with Dear Prudence. I third that, too. I think that's across <laughs> the board. That's a, a, a great second song. Um, Dear Prudence is perfect in the, in the number two hole. <laughs> on side and, one. Th- and that song's about Mia Farrow's sister, right? Oh, is it? I don't know. Yeah, because they're on the... Um, so, like, the white, most of the White Album was written in 1968 when the Beatles went to India, right? To mm-hmm. Rishikesh? Rishikesh? Yeah. To that uh, Transcendental Meditation Retreat. Mm-hmm. And I think Mia Farrow was there, too, and her sister. And her sister's Prudence. Like, they went with them? Yeah. Well, they're all there together. And I... Um, the What's his name? Maharishi Yogi or whatever? The, yeah, the yeah. guru guy? He, mm-hmm. like, I guess, um, was, like, harassing... Uh, Prudence Pharaoh. I could be getting to- this totally wrong, but I feel like th- I'm. I, I don't know. I, I never <laughs> heard about that. It's cool. Um, and I, I think this like she wouldn't come out of her room, and I think this is that was like the genesis um, of Dear Prudence. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So across the board, Dear Prudence is our second song on the Our White albums. Number three. Uh, this is where I have my while my guitar gently weeps. And it's. It's the only George Harrison song I have on my White Album. Sorry, George. I, on the anniversary of his death, it's been <laughs> 17 years. Sorry, George. He gets relegated to one song. <laughs> the, the uh, to change it up, because I was going to go with While My Guitar Gently Weeps, I'm going to go with I'm So Tired. I think it's potentially the best song on both sides of the album. I just love it. should have been number, number one, but I'm So Tired and my number three. I uh, I'm so tired. Is the only is the song that hurt me the most. To leave off. Wow. It's not on the rest of my album. I almost <laughs> left, I almost left it off though too. I was, I was like, ah, but I kept it. Um, that's my number four. I'm so tired. My number four is uh, happiness is a warm gun. I'm just gonna change it up so we're not continually <laughs> repeating the same things. And so I'm going to go with, and I know you guys talked about it on your last podcast, not being your favorite, but I will. I think it's just short, sweet, very Paul McCartney song, and you can't have the White Album without I Will. Oh, by the way, I didn't just say my number three. It's Martha, it's Martha My Dear. I love Martha So my I have dear. while my guitar gently moves to Prudence, and then Martha My Dear, followed by I'm So Tired for number four. Yeah. Okay. Um, my number five is Martha My Dear. Uh, it's it's such like a sweet, innocent. I'm not innocent. Sweet little song, <laughs> probably like the best song written about a dog. I think. <laughs> um, my number five. Look at, I went to additional, and I have to give Ringo a song. I have to give him a track. So I put "Don't Pass Me By" as my number five. That one wasn't even in consideration for like the top. <laughs> 15 on side A, but that's cool. <laughs> what was your number five then? Uh, I'm going to go with Julia. Once again, we're just going to keep it with songs that make this album what it is. And Julia, it's just John at his finest. Um, okay, number six. Blackbird. Mine was Your Blues. By John Lennon. For when when I first heard the White Album, um, or when I first started listening to the Beatles, I remember I saw the White Album, and for some reason it was like it just seemed daunting. I'm like thirty songs, Jesus, <laughs> and I, I and I, ne- I for some reason I never played all of them. So I remember one time I was I don't know what I was doing, but Your Blues came on. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, oh shit, this is the Beatles. 
I was like, this song's fucking amazing. Like, how did I... It was like one of those songs that I just didn't discover until way later. You know, let me ask you, because you had brought it up before, kind of. You said, um, you, like, even in high school, you didn't know really about the Beatles, about the Beatles yet, right? No, it was in high school that... Okay, you when know I got into, Yeah. What got you into it? Uh, my friend, we were talking about it, and he... He was talking about Sgt. Peppers, and I was like, what's that? I never even heard of Sgt. Peppers. And he's like, hold on. <laughs> so, like, the next day, he brings a, a, a burned CD of Sgt. Pepper, and he gave it to me. And I went home, and I played it. And I was like, holy shit. This is amazing. Uh, what was your number six, Alex? Uh, my number six, I would go with... Um... Rocky Raccoon. I don't know if anyone's brought that up yet. No. That's my uh, that's my number seven. I added that one instead of Martha My Dear. It was kind of neck and neck, but <clears throat> for the sake of being different, I'm gonna go with Rocky Raccoon. All right, so my number seven or or the end of side of one for me is Blackbird. Mm-hmm. I went with Blackbird. Rocky Raccoon's my number seven. So <laughs> uh, I re- I really like that song, and I even like the anthology where he has like that weird like southern accent intro. Mm-hmm. Man, that was it. Hills, uh, Minnesota. <laughs> Just like that weird yeah. accent he's doing. It's a terrible accent, but it's... a young boy named Rocky Raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So I think side two is where is where we're gonna differ a lot. But um. Yeah. So um. Again, like I started it with a with that strong. A piano like chord, um, and then ended it with uh, a soft blackbird at the end. Mm-hmm. So then you go side two now. Side two again has to start with a banger, it has to start, you know, like tough. So my number one for side two is House of Scouter. Um, so I had eight, um, my side two starting with Julia, but I think. If I'm thinking the way you're thinking of like what opens or whatever, I feel like I would put your blues to open side B, because mm-hmm. that song's a banger too, and especially at the end. Yeah. Um, but I had uh, a it's Julia, and again with like Alex said, um, it's just a beautiful song. It, it really encapsulates what's great about uh, White Album. It's the Beatles at the peak of their powers, uh, I think. Alex. Um, I would have to go with your blues. It hits okay. you right in the gut, and then you go from there. Well, my number two. Now this is again again where we differ. Um, I had mentioned that we could put songs from the demos that didn't make it on. Um, the song that I truly believe should have made it on the album would have been uh um, this is my second George Harrison number, uh not guilty of my number two after Helter Skelter. So Not Guilty, um, it was recorded during the White Album sessions. It was actually finished, too. Yeah. It but was... it just didn't make the cut yeah. for whatever reason. Um, I was reading that maybe it was because it was too personal at the time. Yeah, that was what John thought. Yeah. Um, so they like didn't want their dirty laundry getting out there. But how can you cut Not Guilty and put fucking Wild Honey Pie <laughs> or Revolution 9 or even Obladio Blada? Like, how does that... How do those songs make it and Not Guilty doesn't? I mean, honestly, I think Obla Di Obla Da is a classic. The few times I've seen Paul McCartney live, like, people love that song. Yeah, I mean, but they could have put both of them and still not. And Revolution 9, they could have cut it. it. Revolution 9, I don't think, does anything on that album. It doesn't. I mean, it's what holds, it, it, it takes up eight minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah, that's what it does. yeah seriously. It, it honestly, so you can add three songs, two songs on it. it, it honestly, it is the reason why I don't care for the second album of uh, the White Album, mm-hmm. you know, because of that. It's like, it takes away so much. You yeah. Know, it's like, I don't know. And not to take away from Obla Di Obla Da, I'm just saying, like, uh, <laughs> I, I think Not Guilty is better, but I'm fine with Obla Di Obla Da. I just, mm. the, the song. The two songs I have the most problem with on White Album is Revolution 9, because it's just eight minutes of noise, and it d- didn't have to be on there, and Wild Honey Pie, which is, I mean, it's a little filler thing. Like, how long is it? Like a minute or something? It's not even that long, but... Oh, Wild Honey Pie is... <laughs> yeah. 53 seconds. And Could just... you imagine, like, like the... When they're all in, in the control room going over, like, what else? Alfonso put in, like, well, how about Wild Honey Pie? 
hmm. Like, you know. They're, they're like, like, not guilty, wild honey pie. <laughs> and George is over there, over there like, god damn it. He's like, just in the like, corner like, like, fuck these guys. Like, like this is a debate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number three on side two is Sexy Sadie. Um, I I was telling you earlier too that I felt like a lot of John's songs were very bluesy, and I I, I don't know I just I I love I love what John was doing in this time frame, but that's my number three. And that would be track number ten. Um, yeah, that would be okay. yeah yeah. yeah. Um, my number ten is Mother Nature's Son. Uh, it's just a beautiful McCartney song. Um, Alex? This is uh, track three, side B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with one I feel like you guys left off. It's long, long, long. Once again, another yeah. George Harrison song where it's just, you have to be in the mood for it, but when you're in the mood, you <laughs> hear it. Oh, man, it's it's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I thought about it, too. I think that's that's my... I, I know it's a great song, but out of out of the, all the songs on the White Album, that's George's. It's probably my least favorite. I even like Piggies more. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So <laughs> let's just have this discussion about Piggies. You guys were talking about Not Guilty and how other songs could have been taken off. I feel like Piggies should be number one on the album, being taken off, and you don't even have to replace it. Just take off Piggies, <laughs> and you're good to go. Well, the reason why I, I like it is because I, it's so different. It's a very like Mozart-esque like type yeah. piano. Ding 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 ding. ding I'm a sucker ding, for a harpsichord, ding, 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 ding. so anytime yeah. there's one in the song, I'm I'm all about it. That's why I like it. I was like, oh, it's it's, it's so different compared to the rest of the album. Did it also inspire murder? So I mean, <laughs> um, what's Charles Nelson? Yeah, Piggies and Helter Skelter were the. All right, our number eleven or four side B. Um, for me, it's everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey. I mean, lyrically, that song's kind of stupid, but musically, goddamn, dude, that song's amazing. The bass is amazing, the guitars, the drums, just everything. Uh-huh. That, song's, that song is, as the kids would say, a banger. Um, we've already covered this to someone else's, uh, like, track two or three, but I would have to go with Sexy Sadie. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, it's just, as a unit, it's an amazing song. I have no particular order on how I would do the, my album here, but Sexy Sadie is definitely going to make the cut. Um, my number four is I Will. I, I, did, I, did, I did leave that poll on there, but um, uh, everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey is my number five or number 12, depending on how you're, how you're numbering them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was almost going to be my closer. Mm-hmm. Almost, but then like... <laughs> Maybe not. So, um, but yeah, my number twelve is everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey. Um, for me, my number twelve is "Sexy Sadie." We already mm-hmm. talked about it. Yeah, just a it's a great song. What about yours, Alex? Number twelve. Number twelve. Um, I would have to go with "Helter Skelter." I mean, it's something I probably should have added towards the top if we're going to do like a traditional song track listing. But the bass, Paul's voice, the rubber duckies, <laughs> Ringo at the end, like you can't go wrong. It's just an amazing song. I almost said had How's the how, how Scouter too as my closer, but again, it didn't. <laughs> but um, uh, the number... Uh, 13. 13 for me, or number six, number 13, I went with Julia. So. Yeah. Um, my 13 is Helter Skelter, but I think had I, again, had I thought of the way you were thinking and arranged the songs by like trying to think of the, you know, continuity of the album, yeah, I think I would have put Helter Skelter as my closer. Mm-hmm. This is track 13, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh man. I would go with mother's mother nature's son kind of slow it down a, li- a little bit leading into the closing track which I don't know if I should just get to now I would put Goodnight because how can you not end the album the double sided album with Goodnight <laughs> like come on if you guys don't pick that there's something wrong well I was telling him that 
I was thinking about picking that as my closer, but I didn't, and it pained me to, to leave it off. Um, but my number 13, um, but was kind of like what you just said right now, but a little bit different. Um, cause, cause, because my song before that is Everybody's Got Something to Hype for Except for Me and My Monkey, which is like a banger. Yeah. I slowed it down real quick with, with Julia. Okay. And then um, uh, my end, though, is Happiness is a Warm Gun. Because the way it ends, if you, if you listen to it, at the end of an album is Happiness, it's a warm, yes it is. God. Like, oh yeah. man, such a great ending, dude. I had to go with that. That's Don't my ending. That That's like my number one uh, shower song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my closer is Honey Pie. But like I said, I didn't think about it yeah, like yeah. in terms of closing. I, I just went, all right, I got my 14. Yeah. Because um, I love Honey Pie. And I, that was another one of those white album songs That's that I never I really heard. And, and I love it, yeah. Before, and then when the first time I heard it, I was like, holy shit, this song's amazing. I love this song. It's just so, like, it's such a Paul song. Like, you know, just like, hmm. Like, you just imagine just like a, a nice, cheerful drive in the English countryside just singing along to the song. But uh, like I said, had I ordered it differently, I would have closed with Helter Skelter. Mm-hmm. I thought about that too. Like I said, the, um, I even thought about closing it with Birthday too, but I, I didn't. I, in fact, I, I don't even have Birthday on the album. You know? um, random side. So Helter Skelter, you know, they wrote it because Paul Hurt was reading an article or something, and it was an interview with um, Pete Townsend from The Who, mm-hmm. and he's like, "We just recorded the dirtiest, uh, you know, filthiest song." Um, you ever heard their, the song that? they're talking about um i can see for miles or something oh that one yeah Yeah. that's the song that that uh paul mccartney uh that pete townsend was talking about and paul mccartney's like oh yeah we can do better than that than than you or whatever (laughs) and he and paul like when he's talking about it he still doesn't know what the hell they're talking about what's what song he's like i never heard it i didn't i didn't i never heard uh their album so i never knew Mm -hmm. what song they're talking about but I guess like people looked and looked through interviews and found the quote. Uh-huh. Um, so if you listen to that song, it's like how did how this doesn't even compare to Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter is like way no yeah that's why I'm like like a harder song. I was like that's the song he felt that that was really like like dirty or whatever. Yeah. Like, huh. I can see for my I know the song yeah. Yeah. And uh, Helter Skelter inspired murder too. So. And so <laughs> the thing is too is that I never understood why people don't. Like uh, attribute um, House of Sculpture with being one of the first, if not, if not the first, heavy metal song. Yeah, like people go, it's not heavy metal. Like, it is though, if you hear it's it. Like, it's it's like the precursor to whatever, yeah. whatever anybody would think then is to be heavy metal. If, you know? And especially if you listen to uh, compared to other things released in 1968, like nothing had even <laughs> I know gotten to that yet. Because I even think a little bit of revolution too is sort of like beginning. heading towards that, especially, yeah. especially the opening. Yeah. You know? Um, yes, yeah, so I, I never quite, quite got that. But yeah, so. Um, so, like, what, do you have more Lennon or McCartney on yours? I have way more of Lennon. And I was telling him, like, um, I was telling you guys that uh, I never noticed how, how heavy Le- um, Lennon, um, his hands are on the album yeah. like he's it's, it's it's a lot of john lennon and very little paul mccartney we think about it and so in my version i i have very little mccartney mm-hmm. on mine like i didn't do um like uh like uh um uh mother nature's uh son, son. i didn't do rocky raccoon i don't have that on there mm-hmm. um, I, don't, I don't have um why don't we do it on the road even though i like it you know i just yeah. I just, I just didn't fit for me you know i had six lennon and seven mccartney which surprised me because I'm I'm always consider myself a Lennon, you know, more of a Lennon <clears> man. <throat> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know what I think maybe Helter Skelter threw it off. I mean, but, <laughs> and I have one Harrison. Sorry again, George. I mean, I don't even I, I didn't even have back in the USSR. I know. Dude. What's wrong with you? Like I was like, ah, it just doesn't it just doesn't fit for me. I don't know. Um, what song hurt you the most to leave off? Um. Uh, probably um, probably the back uh, back in the USSR, or or Good Night, that one too, yeah. But um, 
it was a little easier to leave that off because it's so slow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think I would go with Cry Baby Cry. Um, oh yeah, that's another one too. I was like, ah, it's another one kind of in the same vein as I don't want to say I will, but I don't know. It has that lovely little pace that yeah, you know, and that's just, a John one, right? Yeah, yeah. Cry Baby Cry. Think uh, the song that hurt me the most leave off was Piggies. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it was a uh, I'm so tired. I love that song so much, and it 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 did hurt to leave that one off. And don't pass me by just because like every Beatle album had a Ringo song. So yeah. to leave off the Ringo there song. There's one was... album that doesn't have a Ringo though. You know, I was just thinking about it. Does Let It Be have a Ringo song? Oh no, it does not. It does not. That I can so, think so, then, of right now. so then there's two albums then but there's an earlier album that there's no Ringo mm. is it for sale it might be for sale yeah I don't know. yeah so in my version of Wild there's no Ringo song which I, it felt wrong <laughs> I wanted to can we just go 15 so I can put in don't pass me by but and then uh, don't why don't we do in the road I was like ah Really, I'm really going to leave this one off? I mean, that is a short one. Yeah. If you could have inserted it somewhere, but yeah. And I think I actually like the anthology version of Why Don't We Do It over, Do It In The Road over the actual album version. I don't know if you... It has this, sure a little more like... It. It's longer, right? I think it has a little more of that, uh, that soul yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. And I like that. I think that song probably is the song that shows off uh, McCartney singing the most, right? Because he sings in every oh, style. No, yeah, because yeah, he has <laughs> he has that, and then he has the why are we here in the road or whatever, and then that was terrible. I'm sorry, I didn't want to hurt that. But uh, <laughs> that one and Hey Jude really show oh, off yeah, his hey high Jude vocals. Too, yeah. yeah, and then uh, we're talking about Child of Nature, which later, which uh, is a John Lennon song, but later becomes uh, Jealous, Jealous Guy. Guy. None of the lyrics are the same. No, it's, it's just it's the a melody. Totally song, yeah, but um. They were saying they already had Mother Nature's son, and what was uh, funny was when I was reading about him. So in that India trip, um, during one of the the Maharishi's um, like uh, lectures, he had a lecture called Ch- uh, Mother Nature's Child or something like that. Mm-hmm. And McCartney and, and Lennon both went back to their room and wrote those songs. Oh, like so, like separately? Yeah, separately. So yeah, McCartney's is Mother's Nat- Nature's uh, Mother Nature's Son, and Lennon's was Child of Nature. And they're, if you listen, they're pretty similar oh, to yeah, the subject yeah. matter. But I feel like... Um, it almost could have been like a... Like, you know how they did it on, on Let It Be, uh, where they mixed... Where, where they put two songs together? Um, uh, uh, there's a song on on Let It Be where it's one song that are two songs put together. Like, it's, uh, the, the first half is, is Paul. Mm-hmm. The second half is John. Oh, um, um... Everybody's had a hard year. Yeah, yeah that, that one, yeah. I've... What is this song called? I've got a feeling. I, uh, yeah. I've got a feeling. Yeah. Side note, uh, Magical Mystery Tour doesn't have a Ringo song either. Oh shit. Hmm. It was three. Hmm. Magical Mystery Tour. See, I think I, I think the reason why I don't think of think of it that way is because I think um Summer Wing was written during that time frame. It was written in that in those sessions. What but was? it was a uh, uh, yellow submarine. Oh no! But it, it was, was released as a single, no. and then they made a movie. And it, then... it was on uh, Revolver. Oh my God! It was on. <laughs> Man, that, that was really early then. Yeah, huh? yeah. Revolver is nineteen sixty six, and then the White <laughs> Album. I mean, the Yellow Submarine soundtrack 68. is sixty nine. Oh, sixty nine. January thirteenth, sixty nine. Maybe the movie came out in sixty eight, but maybe. Dang. Yellow Marine sounds like a... It doesn't quite go with the rest of their... If you think about it. Yeah, it does feel kind of weird on Revolver. Because it's like... I think up until this point, I don't think they were ever really using like um, sound bites in their songs. Because huh? in that one, they, yeah. they do, you know? Uh, I mean, Good Morning. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, so, okay, so those are our White Albums. But now let's just uh, talk about this thing called everyday chemistry. Do you want to um, uh, tell us what it's about? So this guy, or no one even knows who it was, but like this guy claimed that he 
came to, from an alternate universe, mm-hmm. and he f- like brought back like a, a Beatles album. Had the be- in this alternate universe, the Beatles had never broken up. Yeah, and he brought this album. What was it called? You said Everyday Chemistry. Everyday Chemistry. But if you listen to it, it's just mashups of solo stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that first one you play. What did it? Um, uh, Band on the Run, right? Band yeah, on the Band run, on the Run. And, um, uh, yeah, I don't know what other ones. And then when confronted, he was like, "Oh well, you know, just because they didn't break up, just because they didn't break up in this alternate universe, doesn't mean that their future musical ideas like died." Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, dude. But you know what we're <laughs> talking about, right? Yeah, you played a little bit of it, and I thought it was complete crap. It's like <laughs> I can make that right now and put it on YouTube and say, you know, oh, this is whatever. Yeah, but you know. like, if you're gonna do that, it has to be a new song. You know, yeah. they go, man, look, I've heard a, I have a Beatles song from a different universe, whatever. You know, and it's, yeah, that's I think it's stupid. But um, I I will say though that when I first read about that like a long time ago. I, there was a part of me that was hoping yeah. like, oh man maybe it's gonna be crazy maybe, yeah. maybe something like new you know it was like and then when I heard it I'm like what <coughs> oh sorry I just I blew my nose um, I mean sneeze <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah so but um, you know how like people always say though you know like oh in, in the alternate universe like they never broke up right and I'm always like yeah but then that means there's, an, there's a universe where they never existed yeah that's got to be a so, sad universe. Yeah, so I'm okay with our universe. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I'd rather have what we got. Wait, wait, what's the argument that they never broke up? Um, no, like they never screamed out loud that. They... No, because um, that guy that brought back the album is called Everyday Chemistry. He says that in in the universe he visited, they never broke up. They continued making oh. albums. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, that's crap. <laughs> <laughs> But there's like that in that feet in that alternate universe, the Beatles made probably like crappy albums because if that's what they made, yeesh. yeah, if that is real, <laughs> yeah, then oh man, what happened? Yeah, right. I, I'd I'd rather live in this universe where that's they existed for a short from, period of time, yeah, but were great. Yeah. Um. But then you brought up a, a question too. Like, there was a lot of songs written in this time frame mm-hmm. that didn't make the album that made it onto Abbey Road later, mm-hmm. right? And this is technically like if you look at it now, like their peak, and you're like, well, and then that, then it was kind of like brought up, and then what songs were written for Abbey Road that never made it onto Abbey Road, and I don't think there was many that I know of, unless they haven't released any of it yet, but I know all of these must pass was one of them. Yeah. Which ah. imagine if you switch out, I I think I've said it before, but I'm not a fan of Sun King. Do you like that song on Abbey Road? Um. Like it's okay. Like I don't have a, like a real problem with yeah, it. Yeah, but it's I, not I feel the same. Where I mean, I have to be in the mood mood for it. The harmony, it's beautiful. but yeah. it's just it's not my favorite. It feels like a like a like filler, like play, like a placeholder or something. But I feel like if Abbey Road had All Things Must Pass on it instead of Sun King, like ooh. I think it serves a purpose though because of their. Um, What's it called when they're trying to tell a story? Like, it has an album. It's a concept album because it's like flows. Mm -hmm. And if you add and throw another curveball in there, maybe it won't work. Maybe. What's that one song? Um, uh, uh, You know my name? Look up the number. I wonder what that was written for. Because that was a single. Yeah. That that may have been their last single. I, I think it is. I think it is the last single. So I guess single. that that may have been written uh, during it, the session it, for Abbey Road. No, what's what's um what's the B side to Ballad of John and Yoko? I I don't know. We have to look that up. Is it you know my name? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I actually like you know my name. Ballad of it was John like, and that beginning and sounds like really like Yoko. modern. That dun dun dun. Dun, dun, so dun. you know my name. Look up the number as a B side to "Let It Be." Let it be, shit. Oh, so yeah, I guess that would have been the last. No, what? Well, today we let it, yeah, let it be the last, last album, right? No, yeah, "Let It Abbey Be" Road came is... out last, yeah. but Abbey Road was recorded last. But it also says on here. But this is from Wikipedia, so who knows how accurate <laughs> it is or not? Uh, you know my name. Look up, look up the number. Was nearly released as the A side of the Plastic Ono Band single. Hmm. But so then it has Paul in it, though. <laughs> but maybe John was going to re-record it? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't know if there's... I don't I don't know if there was like a lot of songs that were written for Abbey Road that didn't make it. No. And if, if, that's, if that's the truth, 
then they weren't really doing much then at the end because this it's it's it seems like like they kind of slowed down a little bit yeah. if, they're using, if they're pulling songs from like the from a from a couple years earlier well maybe they did have stuff but they saved it for their solo stuff they're just banking it knowing yeah. that i don't know how this is going to play out so yeah let me worry about me <laughs> see maybe because they looked it up songs songs that did not make abbey road I messed that up. I keep like misspelling things. Did not make Abbey Road. Um, songs the Beatles. Oh wait. Uh, I don't think. So like, I think the only one I can think of is. Um, what about um, Real Love? No, I think those were were written like in the seventies, and they were at home. Oh and, yeah, that's right. That's right. That was a Len, like Free as a Bird, right? Yeah. I think the only one I can think of is All Things Must Pass. Yeah, that was I think Abbey that's Road. the only one, really. Again, I, I that's why I said, like, going off of, like, the whole alternate universe thing, like, mm. would they have been able to put out another album, like, you know, like, within, like, six months, like, they were doing up to that point, yeah. you know, it felt like it was every six months, like, I don't know. I mean, but I guess they all did put out solo albums next year. But did, would you say, like, uh, McCartney or Harrison released anything great in the 80s? Um, Their best stuff was in the 70s, right? Yeah. That's kind of when they peaked. It feels like, like musicians, <clears throat> they have, like, a certain amount of creative juice. And then they just kind of, like... So, with George, you said 70s and 80s, right? What? Yeah. As far as did they release an album that was just a complete banger, like you can't skip a track? It, like, was there in the eighties? Oh, in the eighties. Well, I guess the Traveling Wilburys. You could say George Harrison. They had that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I and would... he's on Lethal Weapon soundtracks. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Well, it's Clapton, so I think he has a, a song or two. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the first couple are like heavy on Clapton. Um, he might have the, even produced it. The the, but the ending credit song for Lethal Weapon Two is George Harrison. What? Yeah, oh, I don't shit. know what it's called, but yeah. Because I, I knew Eric Clapton did the down oh, down. that's such a great soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, would you consider this is really random? But would you consider Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie? Oh, yeah, I told you. I told you already. Yes. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, for some reason, I'm really iffy on that one. And why. Die Hard. It literally takes place in Christmas. They fight in their front yard with Christmas decorations. So, okay, so I think my bias <laughs> towards Die Hard is that I don't really care for that movie that much. Other than Alan Rickman. Know, Alan Rickman's great. but I, I kind like, of agree with you. I'd rather watch any Lethal Weapon yeah, over Die Hard. Yeah, even Lethal Weapon 4. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> this is true. Any Lethal Weapon over the first Die Hard? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. Lethal Weapon. I still like Lethal Weapon Four. I mean, I can yeah. see that it's kind of dumb, but it's still the great. The dentist office yeah. scene is worth it alone. <laughs> Fly, Lysy, Plick. It's a great. It's a great scene. Uncle Benny, dude. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Albert? Why don't you like Lethal oh, Weapon? Okay, here you go. George Harrison. Uh, Lethal Weapon song is called. I can't say it without stuttering. <laughs> um, here. <laughs> Cheer down. Yeah. Cheer down. We don't have to down. hear it. I don't know. I would play it, but I don't know if it would mess up the recording. Maybe. Or uh, I think Alex can play it on his... And it's a good song, but it's not like on any of his, like, uh... uh You've uh, heard it. Yeah, if, you, if you've if seen the movie, yeah. you've heard it. Oh, okay, yeah. And this is a good song. I like the song. And it's so George. Yeah. I can see by your grin that you're trembling within. That's great. <laughs> that when you reached out, I was like, I thought you were gonna wipe away a tear. Like, like, no, like no, oh, this no, song gets itch, emotional. Dude. I had an itch. I'm not crying. I had an itch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do have. Uh, is it Lethal Weapon Two? Where uh, it's the funeral scene and they have boys to men playing in the background. Oh yeah, oh, it's God, so yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because that one, um, Murtaugh accidentally kills his yeah, son's friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that I think that's that's the third one though. Honestly, I don't think. It's well, I don't think he accidentally. He was protecting himself. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Just, He was a little. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Stupid kid, dude. Was that number two? I think it's three. No. Yeah, I think it's three, dude. I don't think it's two. What was number two? Was diplomatic immunity, right? Yeah, diplomatic <laughs> immunity. Yeah. Uh, number three was the. The ex cop Travis, yeah. yeah, I think it's that Jack one. Jack Travis, yeah. Who knows, dude? Well, on that, I mean, maybe I'm overthinking it, but what would you consider the best movie soundtrack? And I don't Ooh. want to say score, like you're not gonna say Star Wars, but like compilation of songs. Um, I think uh, I would have to go with American Graffiti by George Lucas. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cheating, but... I what mean, do you mean? Ga- I mean, yeah. recency bias, maybe, but Guardians was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome mix. Pretty good. That is true. I didn't think about that um, Pulp Fiction has a f- oh, pretty yeah, amazing yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, has... good, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this is really cheating, uh, cheating, but Baby Driver has an awesome soundtrack. Yeah, dude. Oh, Featuring our boy Kevin Spacey. Yeah, man, yeah, dude. <laughs> All right, Pete. What's that first song on uh, Baby Driver called? Dun, 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 dun. I, I know what you're talking about. Is it, dun, 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 is it the one where he's called. walking to like like the donut shop or whatever? That no, one? it's when he's driving. No. Oh. He, he, you first see him put the ear pods in yeah. and he starts like dancing on the steering wheel and he's yeah. singing along. Hmm. And like the, the that first the first part of Baby Driver is really synced up with the music and it's like incredible. Later, it kind of, like, drops that. Yeah, that, that is true. It did, huh? Yeah. I also like uh, Scott Pilgrim's um, soundtrack. So Edgar Wright has a that is really good yeah. history. It's a pretty good soundtrack. Um, I know it's not the full soundtrack, but the original Batman. Oh, Michael the Prince? Keaton, the Prince stuff? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's really good. Oh, um, Life Aquatic? I don't remember. He lost us there. I'll have to watch it again. Yeah, it's it's all Portuguese Bowie covers, so I'm I'm biased. <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, okay. Uh, I know you're probably not gonna like this one, but um, where the wild things are. Never seen it. Uh, it's it's very heavily um Arcade Fire, mm-hmm. and it fits the film so well. And I I think that was, was that, that was Spike a good Jones. That yeah. Made yeah. That? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even this it sounds stupid, but even the first Jackass movie had a great yeah, yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you? How old were you when the first Jackass movie came out? Well, John and I were doing a lot of Jackass stuff in high school, so um, it was <laughs> so like it had to have been there. And yeah, I think I was in middle school or sixth grade or something when Jackass came out. I'll, Dude, anytime there was like an abandoned shopping cart on the street, <laughs> someone was getting in it and someone was getting pushed against the curb. <laughs> we tried to do. Um, I had. I was the only one at the time. I think that 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 had a video camera, uh-huh. and we tried doing our own sketch show, um, based off of that stuff. Uh-huh. But it was like, um, it wasn't just stunts though. It was like pranks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I remember uh, it was like a, a bunch of people, like me and my friends, and, and even Alex too was kind of there. Um, but my, my cousin Javon, the one that we need to have a whole show about, um, <laughs> uh, uh, we were all throwing out ideas of what we could record and film. And uh, Javon's all, okay, 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 how about I just get a bunch of pennies and put it in my pocket and then just walk across the street and when cars are, and when cars are about to come, drop all the pennies and pick them up one by one. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then we were like, yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> You know what would be a great uh, a part of that compilation would be the antiquing video. Oh, but the one with Ken. With Ken and C. Rich, yeah. Oh, Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a great. It's a great video. I've always wanted to put it on YouTube, like, and show it for the world, but they don't want me to do it. Because like, like all embarrassed by it. My favorite part is like, Ken. The whole length of the video does not look like he even knows what just happened. <laughs> Chris immediately knows what happens and he's like he's pissed you can tell he's like trying not to freak out but on the inside he's like fuck these guys I hate them I'm never coming with them ever again it's the angriest <laughs> you've I, I've ever seen Chris like you, you can know? tell he's like fuck these guys but like and he knows immediately what's going on but then Ken's just sitting there like what <laughs> like Ken is so innocent he didn't I, know I, I feel like Ken like was like oh does something fall on me from the ceiling like he doesn't 
I don't know if he ever really knows what happened in that video. I'm sure, like, out, you know, now he knows. <laughs> but, I was going to say, he still doesn't but know But in the moment, like, he's like, what? He's seen, he's seen the videos and he still, he, he still doesn't know what happened. <laughs> and then you have to have a, a Lido puking video in there. You know, I don't think there's one. <laughs> and that's kind of weird, like, that we don't have a, a Lido puking <laughs> Even like a soundbite. Didn't, didn't you say it sounds like demons escaping? That or like if someone has like their throat like a slit. Like that's the way it would sound. <laughs> Just gar- gargling and. <laughs> oh man. Just like a de- death gasp. That's yeah, what it sounds yeah, like. No, it is. It's horrifying. <laughs> like if you didn't know what it was and you like like happened to like walk by or walked in, like you would like you would think someone's getting murdered. <laughs> you know what? A little throwing up. <laughs> we need actually a somebody of that we need to get them drunk now yeah just to have somebody ready you know recording, recording. clean audio well i'll bring the recorder and just <laughs> yeah. like put it right. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the opening of the show every time <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> that's our opening intro <laughs> <and Lido puking. laughs> i, I I can't even do it. I forget who was really good at making the the sound. Um, ah man, someone can mimic it pretty well, but like it it, it hurt their vocal cords. Like, <laughs> they, 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 they they wouldn't be able to talk for the rest of the day. You no, know, I think Ken has video <sighs> or audio. I don't know because Ken's so mad at Lido, he might have to erased it now. He might have deleted it in rage, or maybe he kept it for blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do it. I can't. I can't get that that sheer amount amount of uh, of horror in my voice. <laughs> I can't. We need to get. Speaking of Ken and Lita, we need to we need to get, bring them together, dude. Oh, that's gonna happen, get, dude. Just invite Rob to my house. Invite Ken to my house. Don't tell him. It's neutral ground. They've never been there before. Okay. Wait. Alex has, has spent Alex has spent the most time with Ken recently. What do you think the odds are that Ken is ready? For, to forgive Lido. I honestly don't even know the whole story. <laughs> I don't... I love both of them, so i rather not know every detail to side with someone. So, I think Ken wouldn't go if he knew why he was going. <laughs> oh, no, Ken wouldn't go. No, we wouldn't tell him. No, no yeah, no, you, you would have to surprise him. Yeah. But then I don't know if he would ever forgive us. Hmm. I think how you could get pull that off is say that you're going to have a wrestling pay-per-view watch party at your house. Yeah. Not even order Which it. Which is totally believable. <laughs> Not <laughs> even order it? <laughs> and, all, no, no, I order it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best way. You can even have it on in the background while you guys are, you know, having this intervention podcast. Just sit down. What if we paid someone to kidnap them both and then just like put them in like a abandoned garage? Like federal laws. I don't know. I feel like Lito <laughs> would kill someone. He's pretty buff. He's in shape. Yeah. I don't know. Himself. I don't see Lido as the as the very like aggressive type. I don't, I don't know. Him, like fight anybody or. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, know. but you haven't seen him almost get kidnapped either. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> People turn into animals, dude. <laughs> like Ken would Ken would turn into an animal. He would, he would rip someone's heart out. Yeah, dude. like like uh, what was that thing from In uh, Temple of Doom? Yeah. You just uh, call him what's the yeah, <laughs> The heart just. Catches on fire for some reason. Ken's just like, ah! <sighs> Lido and Ken. I don't know what we're going to do, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. I know if you ask Ken, Ken will go, nope, it's over. It's over, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm like, no, like, Ken, I know deep down inside, you say you hate him. But we, we, we're like the Beatles, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, we've broken up, you know, for a while, you know, and there's a lot of resentment there, you know, but... You know, overall, John and all them, and Ringo, they all love each other. Yeah. You know, they all love one another. There, there was know? a couple of years where they didn't talk to each other. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. like, it just, just happens, you know. So, it'll happen, you know. Um, <clears throat> maybe um, maybe one of them needs to have, have, like, a brush with death <laughs> to really get one, the other one to go, like, oh, man, you know, like, now, now that I think about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was I even mad about? Yeah, you know, they're going to... They need to have um, to have like a hospital stay, you know, and go. Hey, Ken, you know, Lido, like, he's dying, you know. And then Ken's <laughs> like, oh, like, and then like, he'll go, okay, well, maybe I should just go say, 
you know, like, talk to him, you know, and then he'll go over there, and then they'll talk, and they make up, and then they'll go, oh, no, you know, it's recovering, we're good. And then kids will be like, oh, yeah, okay, well, we're all good then, you know? I think that's the way it's going to happen. What if he's like, oh, you're not dying? Well, fuck you then. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got really dark, dude. Now, now I feel, like, depressed. I need to, like, feel like Cause I have Because a... I'm trying to think of ways that it would happen, you know? Like, Ken... Ken wouldn't do it right now. He's just not ready. You know, he's not ready. To, he's not ready for forgiveness yet. Lito, and then maybe we talk, 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 talk to Lito. He's like, we talk to Lito. He's like, he, he's a, the mindset now. He's like, well, then know what? If he just want to be my friend, then I don't want to be his friend. And then he's like, you can't use that. They're like kids. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like kids. Like, um, like you know what? I don't want this pencil. Well, maybe I don't want this pencil either. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one more thing though before we go um, it, how far are we on oh yeah it's almost an hour yeah um, today is the anniversary of George Harrison's death it's, it's, it's been 18 years 17 17 that's crazy because I still remember like, like yesterday mm-hmm. what happened that's a Paul song <laughs> oh um, oh, speaking of that though um, there was a Paul song that he wrote for John in the 80s that I forget what it's called. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Where it's like, um, if you were here today, uh, ooh, here today, yeah, yeah, that's really good. It's a tearjerker. That's really good, especially when he plays it live. Yeah, here today. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's written a song for George, though, huh? I think Ringo did. No, I talk about it. I don't know. Um, but Daniel, Danny released this. Uh, an album, right? His son? Did he? Yeah. Like recently? Yeah, but I think it's more like a concept album. It's not very digestible uh, for the everyday consumer. Wasn't there rumors that the Beatles' sons were going to get together? And, yeah, and I don't think so. I, I was curious, but I didn't think it would be very I would good. like to see, you know, like, I don't think they could ever live up, obviously, to their dads, right? But I would think, I would find it interesting and maybe I would go if they got together and went on a small tour and did Beatles covers. Yeah. You know, like uh, James did Paul songs, uh, Sean or Julian did John songs, Danny did George songs, and then uh, what's his son's name? We know his son's name, the drummer from Oasis? I don't know. I don't even know if he sings. He's like the most successful one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, but I mean, I he toured for the Who and stuff. And yeah, I don't know if he sings, but I mean, he could try to. I mean, sing like a, a, a yellow, yellow submarine. Yeah, <laughs> in the town mm-hmm. where I was born. So, but, Anyone could sing Yellow Submarine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'd be curious. No, yeah, I would too. Uh, would you go? Would you go see it? Like, like if someone said, I wouldn't pay more than thirty-five dollars, and that's with the fees. <laughs> so tickets would have to be like 15 bucks yeah <laughs> I think it would be interesting to see what would happen I feel like when the next one goes they'll have to do some kind of reunion thing mm-hmm. like the concert for George mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. something like that could potentially happen we were talking about this at work before we came here that it's probably going to be Paul if you look at Paul I hate to say it, he's not looking too good but Ringo's looking no, like... No, I think for his age, he looks better than... Yeah. Really? Paul looks pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. Ringo's looking like he could go I think he's another still, like 50 years. I think Paul's still a vegan, too. Like, yeah. That's probably why he's not getting enough like nutrition. <laughs> nutrition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want either of them to die. Can they just be immortal? You know, um, <laughs> but there's a photo of John in New York with Yoko, like in the 70s, and, and they're at a hot dog stand. He's eating a hot dog. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I wonder if John would have turned vegan at some point. Because, you know, I mean, George, George did eventually. Did he? Vegan? Or, or, uh, or, 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 or vegetarian at least. You know what I mean? But I wonder if that, that would have been like John, because like, because I see John being like, like progressive, like not, not saying that being vegan or vegetarian is progressive, but you know, obviously there's a, a, yeah, you, you have to think differently at this yeah. point, you know, to, to do that. You know, and back then that was not something that you really heard of. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's more of like a '90s going on type to, to like now thing. You know, mm-hmm. so I wonder if John would have been into that type of stuff. You know, like, and and how much pro and how much more political would John have gotten? Yeah. You know, 
we've had this discussion before and he doesn't agree with me just because anytime I say the name Kanye West, he shuts down. I can't stop. (laughs) Hear me out because maybe you'll agree with me. In the Twitter age, I feel like he would be straight up Kanye nonsense, like just throwing stuff out there. Some of it's going to be genius. Some of it's going to be idiotic. And I would have loved to see that. Yeah, I think John Lennon would have been great on Twitter. He, you, you don't see John Lennon being up to like three in the morning just rattling off shit? <laughs> no? You don't see I it? I don't know. He, yeah, for sure. He would have because... had some gems. <clears throat> so I'm like, oh, that's amazing. And then stuff, stuff like, all right, John, go to bed. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, it's three in the morning, bro. Because like... I think out of all of them, it would have been Ringo to come up with like gems because he, he was the, the, the more witty. Wait, did you yeah. watch The Office? Yeah. I feel like Ringo's tweets would be like Creed Bratton's lines in The Office where you're like, what? <laughs> but like every time it's like funny. I feel like that would be Ringo's like stuff. But you say it as if Ringo is not alive in the Twitter age. Yeah, yeah like he can't do that and he's yeah. not. So Does he have a Twitter handle? I wonder. Probably by Probably ran call, by like, a PR. Love and yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be doing this or whatever. Have you ever seen Ringo? No, honey. No. You haven't, right? Yeah. He plays at the Greek theater every year with his all-star band. We should just we And should I go. love Ringo, but I've never just been like, I okay, need to go see we that. We went one time, and honestly, it was a pretty good show. Well, I mean, he has access to, like, the best band members, like, he yeah, can exactly. get. Who's going to say, no, I'm not yeah. going to play with you, Ringo? I mean, granted, they're not... It's not Clapton, but it's, like, yeah. the best... I don't, we I don't should know, go wait. like next year. Honestly, we should try to, and and I, it'd be fun. You know, we would we'll so? all, we'll all dance to uh to Yelson when he comes out. And <laughs> does he play Octopus Garden? I don't think he played it when we went. I mean, it's always different. You know, I think the sound list. I mean, the track list, whatever the song song list, whatever. You know, but he plays Yellow Submarine for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like that's him. like that's like his banger. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, with a little help from my friends too. Yeah, that yeah. one. Um. Yeah, no, we, I I think we should go. Honestly, I I probably wouldn't want to see Paul again, because I don't think Paul is up to par. We did see Paul like in the early two thousands, and that was great. But now his voice though, it's kind of going. He has to tune down the instruments down, right yeah. now. And yeah, where'd you see him? At the, the Honda, Honda Center. Center. Yeah, he played the Honda Center. Yeah, That's, that feels a little small for him. It it. it yeah, it probably was. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he's playing playing nowadays, but I, I saw Matt Candle's tick. It was pretty great. Oh dang! It was huge though. It was a little shitload of people there. It took two hours to get out of the parking lot. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, it's kind of sad because then we think about it. Like like Paul's playing like arenas and Ringo's at like um the at, Greek theater <laughs> or that or. Or um, what's that one casino? Like Indian casinos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pachanga. Yeah, Pachanga. Pachanga, whatever. Pachanga. I, I, I couldn't figure Pachanga, it out what it was called. Or Sam Manuel. Yeah. But um, and then but one time, who did you go see? You went to see someone, and he, it was it was at Amoeba. Yeah, I went to go see Paul. I stayed overnight. I think oh, two or he three nights. Oh, little show. And Amoeba. I don't know why. Oh, you probably had point problems at work. I couldn't, couldn't call out or something. I wanted to go, but I couldn't go. And uh, no joking, I was probably maybe, <gasps> if you know how Amoeba's set up, yeah. five uh, aisles away from the stage. Yeah. If that, and Ringo Starr is in the aisle behind me, <sighs> and I did not want to go up to him, but the person I went with at the time was like, you're never going to have another opportunity to do this. So I was like... You know, it's a pleasure to meet you. You know, I just want to shake your hand. And so I threw out my hand and then he slapped my hand. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to react. And he was like, I'm just kidding. And then he shook my hand. I thought you were going to end with he just slapped my hand. And I'm like, fucking Ringo. (laughs) Either way, I still have been like, it's a great story. And I regret that. When you did it, were you like, like, yeah, I was like, oh, well, at the end of the day, he still touched me. Like, oh, I still had this interaction with Ringo, but. I was like, oh, should I just walk away? And then yeah. he was like, oh, I'm just kidding. And then he shook my hand. I wonder if he, if that is like, was his reaction to slap your hand away? And then he looked at you and he felt bad. He's, he's like, like, oh, oh my God, right, I broke yeah. his heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was telling him that one, I, I, I think I, I think you heard this episode before, but a while, a while back I was, I was telling him that um that time we saw Weezer at uh, Jimmy Kimmel and then um, when Rivers walked into the crowd playing the guitar 
and then you strum it, but it was like yeah, live. But the audio, either the audio people cut it or he, you know, turned off the volume on his guitar. Yeah. So it did nothing. But I wanted to see what would happen, but nothing happened. It's funny that, that, that you did that. And then I know it's not the same, but um, he has a, a habit of like doing things like like, like that. So um, we were at <laughs> Disneyland one time. We were walking down Main Street, and we saw, because, um, you know, Dodger fans and hate the Giants, uh, Barry Bonds and his family. And I didn't see him. He saw Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. And well, he- let me explain it appropriately. <laughs> I just felt this, this heat wave and this sense of just horror go through my body. And I look up, and I see Barry Bonds, uh, you know, 250-pound big-ass black guy on steroids. And what else are you going to do but yell steroids at the top of your lungs nonstop until you make eye contact with him? And um, I got some others to join in with me, and that was a great interaction. <laughs> like, you literally followed him down Main Street yelling, steroids! steroids. Did he say anything? No, it just his, him and his aunt. I think his entourage was about to handle the situation. <laughs> so I stopped it, but... Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. I know, I mean, dogs, you know... You gotta throw, you gotta throw up that alley sign. You know? <laughs> yeah, I would never. No, I would take one look at Barry Bonds. Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not saying, I'm not saying shit. There's plenty of cameras at Disneyland. That's I was, true. I was good. Yeah, good. Right, no, I would have got my phone. And I would yell, yell that War Star. <laughs> <laughs> so if Alex would have got beat up by Barry Bonds, you wouldn't have intervened. You'd have just filmed it. I honestly don't know what I would have done because it kind of would have been great. Not that, not that I he mean, got beat up. But I, I, I wouldn't want to be like Brian Stowd level beat up. But I want like, he's the fan that in the Dodger oh, Stadium parking yeah, lot. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, one little hit, that's a story I could tell forever. Yeah. I, got, I got stalked by Barry Bonds. Like, come on. Uh, At Disneyland. At Disneyland. Disneyland. On Main Street. <laughs> And if that happened, we would be sitting in a nice house instead of my apartment. <laughs> Good times. Oh, that's the name. That's the slogan for Pachanga, right? Good times. For what? <laughs> for Pachanga, isn't that oh, the slogan? Oh yeah, I think so. <laughs> I've never been to one of those. Have you? I have. Um, oh, like, I'm, I'm biased. I, I'm never like really into gambling. Yeah. So I don't really care for it. But um, it does seem a little. It's just smaller because they don't have card tables. And I don't think you could smoke in. That, yeah. Right? So. Well, at least the California ones, which is kind of nice because yeah. I hate when you go to Vegas. Yeah. And that's the first thing as soon as you open the door, you're like, oh, like it's like how wildfires in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, I think that's about about an hour. Um, okay. that's hour two. It's gonna be an hour three and fifteen seconds. But um, so any closing. Uh, statements or anything you want to say to Ken or Lido? <laughs> Fuck you, Lido. Um, yeah, Sadie and Maggie had some uh, some input as well in the background. So <laughs> don't mind them. Yeah. So if you if you speak a uh, um, dog, then I'm pretty sure they, uh, they had a lot to say about. Oh, fun fact: Sadie is named after Sexy Sadie. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. gonna say when you said. And then wait. Maggie is named after Maggie May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And then uh, we have Julia coming yeah, yeah, next yeah, year. Yeah. So. so. Um, yeah, so that's um, that's um. I don't know if you know or not. I don't think you do because you're never really around us. But um, <coughs> he's gonna be a a father soon. Oh, is yeah. that is that what that? I was looking at that earlier and I yeah, wasn't sure. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. No, I just still <laughs> ultrasound pictures. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if that was like one of the dogs. Like I didn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So Julia, and I'm like, well, then we gotta think of more names because like, what else is there? There's Eleanor. Eleanor. Um, Martha. I threw out Prudence. Martha, but Prudence. Oh, she didn't have she it. Didn't like Prudence? Prudence sounds too like old school. Yeah, like old lady name. But I love the song. So. <clears throat> yeah. um, Rita. Rita. Oh, Rita. Lucy. Lucy. There's there's Robert. Michelle. Dr. Robert. Huh? Michelle. Oh yeah, Michelle. Yeah, that's right. There's Molly. 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 Yeah. Obladi Oblada. Oh, oh, Molly yeah, and Desmond. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. I was like, Molly, what's all is that? Like, you guys say Michelle? Yeah. yeah. Right now, yeah. yeah. And then, um, there's not really any guy named, <laughs> guys' names, though, huh? Maxwell. Oh, Maxwell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maxwell and uh, Mr. Kite. That's like the last name. Yeah. 
Rob, well, it's Dr. Roberts. But. Yeah. Oh, Rocky Raccoon is Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. Yeah. A raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So that's, that's episode 22. Hope you enjoyed it. That was Kershaw. Um, we'll be back eventually with 23. I don't know what it's going to be about. If you have any suggestions. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan? 23. And me. Oh. And 23 and me. I don't know. We'll do DNA tests and we'll talk about <laughs> it on the podcast. So, yeah, if you have any suggestions, um, throw it out on the socials, you know, or our... our in person. Or our in person, our email. <laughs> have you ever checked our email? No. <laughs> Imagine we have like a hundred emails. <laughs> I know, like a fan <laughs> that, that want us to... <laughs> Um, also, it's already probably too late to book a, a venue for our holiday special, but, um, you know, it's coming though. 2019. 2019. <laughs> so, all right, everyone have a great night. Bye. Stick it up your ass, Leo. <laughs>